Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. Leave work. Go home. Wait, hold on. Get out of get, Leave the office. Don't get the friends of our show fired. Get, out, get up from your desk. What if, us, we all, what if we all? Don't listen to him. What if Just we all got up from our desk? Put us in your earbuds. It's way easier. We all got up at the same time, and, and we walked out all at Keep the same your time. Job. And we feed we, your family. We marched to the streets all together in unison. You, if you don't work, you can't buy the earbuds it takes to listen to us at work. As we all step outside simultaneously, we say to the man, we say, you can get anything you want. Alice's Restaurant. Except for Alice. It's the Burke Tea Party you're trying to start here. The Burke Tea Party. Not the actual like political party, like yeah. the enactment. Yeah, of not, the... not Cowboys for Trump. Yeah. We're going to dump your chili into the ocean. Owners. What? 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 <laughs> There's no ocean in New Mexico, you idiot. How, what do we do? I rob a Cisco truck and just start dumping chili off a of 40? What do we do here? So what we're going to do is we're going to go down the hatch. We're going to get all the chilies. Okay. Um, what accent is that? I'm very curious. Mine. Okay. Mine. All right. Got a good show today. Tyler Lovely making the show ground. He's working with Chris Burnett in the back. Chris. <laughs> We go. Welcome to the program. Tyler, if that microphone hits Chris, Chris, say hello to the friends of the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, he's going to whisper. Going to bring like a little whispery, on? sexy boy. Why don't you turn that producer mic up in there, Tyler? This... Gotta, yeah, he had a little anxiety to start, didn't he? A little anxiety. I mean, first time, first whatever. I mean, not not first time, first time, but first time with your boys. You could, you doing an ASMR thing? Let's try it one more time. Chris I Burnett, everyone. Bring that energy. What hey, up? Guys, how's it going? Oh, that's way better. Chris Burnett. All right. Everyone knows here in town of 10 Drink Minimum. Joining the Bowie's regularly on the program. We're going to have a mix of he and Tyler Lovely moving forward, so we're very excited about that. Tyler, you good? What's up? We hanging in, man. Hanging in. Okay. Payday today? Is it not payday? No? I don't know when payday is. Yeah, yet. that's tracks. I cannot you. figure out what tracks It makes total sense. Yeah. No idea. All that tracks. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good one for sure, though. We're going to talk a lot of NFL. We talk a lot of Major League Baseball. If it's that time of year, Major League Baseball starts on Thursday. We're oh, very my excited. favorite day of the year. Duke City Gladiators also in the news. We'll talk about they. Men's basketball took one day off for women's basketball. Did you watch any of the women's hoops last that night? That was nice of them. Did you see the Final Four set? Or are you are you gonna? You're looking me straight in the face. And you're gonna ask me, Caitlin Clark's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. NCAA women's basketball legend, Correct. Caitlin Clark, uh-huh. if I watched any of it. What number is you going to ask me what number if I watched any of it? No, I did not. I didn't. I didn't. I missed it. I missed all of it. Gamecocks versus, what is LSU? What, what is their team name? Tigers? They're just Tigers. Versus the uh, Iowa. IU Bengals. Okay. The Iowa Tigers are also there and the Virginia Tech Tigers. So um, it's going to be a very good women's final four it's not the it's not the mascots i don't know what a hokey is a hokey yeah what's a hokey uh well first you got to turn yourself around ah yeah then you'll figure out what it's all about hokey i didn't know that 
<laughs> Texts are coming in hot today. What are they about? Immediately calling me out. For? Saying that Tyler's Florida Atlantic University is going to win. You did say that. Over San Diego State. Tyler's been a big Boca Raton guy. He's a Boca boy. Yeah. Boca boy. Ty- oh, huh? mm-hmm. I like that. Boca boy. It's, it's spreading. That's not good. Get that checked. Get that checked. There's pills. Give him a little Z-pack. I got a thing going on in my personal life right now. I'm going to tell you this. Please don't. When you hit a certain age, just go get checked. Like, do it right away. There's no reason to wait. Like, if you are, man, how old are you? 42? 41. Thank you very much. You get checked yet? Uh, for what? COVID? You go get checked? I got a disposable test for COVID. That's not what we're talking about. Go Which check- one? Just go get your check- Let's do this. All of them? Like a full panel? What I want you to do is I want you to promise me on air right now. You go get your colon inspected. Oh, that one. Go get a colonoscopy. Do I need to do it? Uh, I need to get it checked from a doctor this time? Yes. Or You're 40 years old. Like a fun weekend. You're right there. Now's the time. Go get checked. Chris Burnett, you're over 40. You been che- You got your colonoscopy yet, Chris? You're, you're over 40. Chris, you get yours done yet? Have I got what yet? Your colonoscopy, have you got that done yet? I, I have not. Okay, now's the time. Now's the time. There's no time to wait, boys. Because you know what happens if you wait? You waited too long. Mm-hmm. Waiting at all is waiting too long. That's correct. Go get checked. There's no endorsement here. No one's telling me to say that. I'm just letting everyone know in my personal world, there's someone right now. Have you got your colonoscopy? I'm a little under the uh, recommended day, but I could. I could go. I'm two years short of it, but I could go. But you're going to age so much faster than us. So I, I will go. Check it out. I would go with you. I would want us to get it done at the same time. Okay. Holding hands. All right. Like uh, couples massages, but for uh, prostate exams. Correct. Okay. And I want Tyler to go, too, because he wants to do the, what's uh, that called? When they put you camera. Under? He wants to do yeah, the camera. Do the camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, get a colonoscopy. That is fitting. You did When you lived with me, you did want us to get face-to-face toilets in the back room. I've been trying to get a tattoo with you for like four years, and you're a coward. I don't have a single tattoo. I know, coward. I have a nice Jewish burial. You're not a, You're not Tyler Lovely. My body's a temple. I got one pet peeve in the whole world, okay? Okay. It's, all right, so if you were in a, to call this show, 505-246-0610. If you were to call this show, the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. I say it that way because that's the way they told me to say it. You'll notice when I say it, I say 505. Five, uh-huh. two, four, six, zero, six, ten. Two different ones. Two different ones. You got an O, you got a zero. Because from the live chat, friend of the show, Trevor, he says, absolutely get your colonoscopy done. Sweet. This is no joke, boys. Like, there's like, we throw a lot of punchlines here. I could not be being more serious right now. Okay. If you're of that age, get your colonoscopy. Writing this down on my notes. The discomfort doctor. you can feel now will save you. Literally save you. If you're, unless you're not into that kind of thing. I mean, which I don't think it'd be a lot of discomfort for people in this room. Not for me. No. Not for me. I'm cool with it. I'm super cool with it, actually. <laughs> you're a first date kind of guy. Me? Yeah. Yeah. 505-246-0610. Find that button, baby. The Sports Animal Hotline, text it or call it. And the reason I say it like that is because the powers that be yes. here at CBS Sports, they say, Fred, say it this way. That's the way we say it. It's the hotline and the text line. It's both of those. 
and not just the hotline or the text line, the sports animal hotline, right? The sports animal text line. And if it were up to your boy, I would say five zero five two four six zero six ten because I don't say O's as zeros because I'm not a I'm not a Creighton, not the school, the person. I'm not a I'm not a joke. A Creighton? Yes. Okay. You didn't go to Creighton, obviously. I would not have. Yeah. Big Washington State University alum right here. But I say zeros. I don't say O's. I usually say zero. How you Unless say zero paid, or O? I say O. Yeah. Hey. hey that, o. that track. Lazy. Come on now. Come on. Get it together. Oh. Stupid. The NFL put out a bunch of rule changes today. They're bringing in the number O. I'm so excited. <sighs> it better only be called a zero forever. Zero is a super sexy number. Zero now exists in the NFL. It's dumb. It hasn't this whole time. The first guy who scores a touchdown with the number zero better take his helmet off and show the world his O face. That's going to be the first touchdown celebration. You know, they couldn't wear zero for a long time. Show me your O face, Calvin Ridley. Because of Y2K. Every scoreboard is going to go flicker, flicker, flicker. We don't know what's going on. Oh. Mess the whole thing up. Input not valid. Whole you thing think crashes. a scoreboard doesn't know what a zero is? Yep, dog. All these stadiums and stuff, they're all put together with like spider webs and good intentions. They're all going to be ran by Chat GPD any second now. Who's Chad GBD? Chad GBD. <laughs> Chat GPT? Is he new? Yeah, he's very new. New on the scene. Now I, He knows his zeros. Who's he? Yes. <laughs> and look, Texter, I am pulling for Florida Atlantic. I want Tyler to get these tickets to Boca Raton from the boys because I made a fool of myself and wrote a check with my house. That my hell couldn't cash. I feel like this is cap, though. Like, I feel like I'm not going to Boca. You feel like it's what? This is cap. What is that? That's a millennial for lying. Hold up. Are you introducing? What are you doing? What? (laughs) Know our audience here. What is this thing called? Cap. 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 Look, your your audience isn't all getting a colonoscopy this week. Like, you're aware of that, right? Large percentages. (laughs) Yeah. Capped? Cap. It's it's, like Captain America. No, like cap. At, it's it's not true. It is false. I don't believe it. Is this a colloquialism of like Tyler and his people, or is this like an actual saying? This is it's a saying. Say it again. I'm not saying it again. C A P cap. Like a like the hat that you're wearing backwards. Like, <laughs> yes. Like your backwards cap. Exactly. So if you're backwards cap, you're actually telling the truth. <sighs> We're talking about Inception here, Tyler. Are you looking up the Urban Dictionary, Van? I just I forgot where it came from. You know, I have a cool young daughter, and she teaches me all this stuff so I can stay hip. So I knew what it was, but I don't know the origin. Okay, Neither does the internet. It started with no cap. The, right. Eventually, cap evolved from no cap. Urban Dictionary says cap, the word lying, but built different. Oh, God. It can be used like no cap, or you can say stop capping. This is, all right, Tyler, Tyler, do me a favor. Okay. 
Pull up a spreadsheet right now on the computer in front of you. We're going to start a list of words that you can't use on the show. A spreadsheet of words. <laughs> this is, and you used it for no reason. Like you could have just said regular words. No, no, no. It, it applied perfectly. It actually he said, I'm capping about Boca. Fred, your age is showing right now. As soon as my agent's in a zero and not a O, I'm going to get a colonoscopy. You know, it'd be very on brand for us to go together. It would insanely what? be on brand. Me, you, and new friend of the show, what's Chris your, Burnett. What's your insurance network? Me, uh, Blue Cross Blue Seal, and I got, the most ex- I got the most expensive one. Okay. I get all these things for free, and I get I for free the therapy we need afterwards. We need a doctor that takes both. Both what? Chris, what you, both insurances. <laughs> oh, okay. Not both BHs. Chris, what's your insurance? Yeah, Chris, are you good? We got to find one with all three of us. Chris, you set up for success. You got like the right insurance to make this thing happen? I do have the right insurance. Okay. Okay. Which one do you got? Yeah, which one do you got? Oh, I have progressives who I have. All right, so that's like three different insurances. Isn't that just cars? We need the Holy Trinity. It's cars and houses. What about your health insurance? If you currently are also progressive? No, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. So all right, so me and Chris are on the team, the right team, and you're on the captain team. So it's not what that means. What I was trying so hard. Okay, we're gonna do a counter, cap counter, cap counter, one down. Put a cap on it though, because I don't want to do too many. So what we need five zero five two four six zero six ten. We need a friend of the show to call the show, who works in the healthcare field, mm-hmm. that does this thing and say, "Yeah, we got you, boys." Then, we're, then we'll be set. No cap. And we'll do it live Wait, on air. We, what? What? They pass you out. They put you in a sleepy boy. Not if I have to, anything to do with it. You don't. That's what? the thing. I don't get to choose. No, you're the patient, not the performer. I like to party. Which is all the more reason <laughs> to go get your colonoscopy. Do I have to do it fasting? Yeah, you have to fast. Because I want to like have a couple cop- cocktails before I go. You know what I mean? No. They put anesthesia on you. On me or in me? I don't know. Okay. And they say count back from 100, and you're like, if this is the Damn. NFL, I can count all the way to zero now. <laughs> you can wear zero to 49. I right, make sure I got this right for you. Count all the way from John Randall to Calvin Ridley. It's so funny. Was John Randall number 99? I could have swore he was. 93. Kickers and punters could wear 0 to 49 now, and they could wear 90 to 99 for some reason. I'd go with 99 for sure. And then the new rules, also like like skill position players can wear 0, quarterbacks, all that stuff. There's no double 0. Only 0. You can only have a 0? That's correct. There's no double zeros. All right. Anyways, back to your original idea. Let's take to the streets. And riot. Walk out of your job right now. Yes. (laughs) Let's make... I don't care about your unfair treatment at your place of employment. I want double zeros. Defensive linemen better have double zeros next year. It looks Or I'm not watching a second of the NFL. Calvin Ridley's going to wear zero, you said? Yeah, he's the first one. He's the one. He's the zero. There's a new one in Major League Baseball set in Major League Baseball records... And this, we talk a lot about the history of Major League Baseball. We talk a lot, you do specifically, about the importance of records. Mm-hmm. This is the real record that matters. This one is the one that matters to you. This is the only one. Uh-huh. And there is a new 
champion, not just of the World Baseball Classic, but of this record, the most important one of all time. And I'll tell you what that is when we get back. Please do. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Bunch of new rule changes in the NFL. We're going to go over those on the program today. Some of them are stupid and boring, and I don't care. Other ones are, okay, pretty good for the game. Pretty good for the game. Tyler, outside of this show, is anyone talking to you about your Florida Atlantic pick? Are you, like, putting that out there in the universe that you're better than others? Yeah, of course. He leads with that. No cap? No cap. I've been telling people that I might be going to Boca. I'd be a Boca boy. So Van and I were talking about this Boca trip. Okay. We believe that it's not safe to send you on your own. And Van didn't feel this way until I brought it up. Okay. Van had a lot of confidence in you as an adult and a, fu- and a fully functioning human being. Tyler's a big, strong boy, and he could do anything he wants to do. See, this is why Van's like the cool dad. <laughs> See? <laughs> I, on the other hand... Think if I put twenty bucks in your pocket, it would be spent before you left the airport, Tyler. Yes. Yeah, if you put just twenty bucks in my pocket, yeah, yeah, it's gone before the airport. But I sent you on your way. Is what I did. <laughs> it's like fifteen dollars to get to the airport. So yeah, that's gone before. All right. So you're not using your resources here. I could drop you off. Okay. So we think we're going to go with you. Is our new plan? Okay. So here's our vision. Okay. If no. Put the right energy into the world. When? When? Ugh. The Florida Atlantic Pioneers. What is the name of their team? The Owls. Remember, we discussed yesterday that there's no owls in Florida, but in fact, there's eight different owls in Florida. I got it. So if the Florida Atlantic Buccaneers make it to the national championship, that game will be played on a Monday. That's next Monday. Is that correct? Van and I are flying out of L.A. the morning of the 3rd. And Chris Burnett, who is behind you, Tyler. Because we'll be at WrestleMania all weekend. Right. Van and I should just move our flights from L.A. to Boca Raton. You meet us there. And we watch the Natty Championship of the Florida Atlantic Razorbacks taking on whatever sucker is in front of them. Mm -hmm. Probably San Diego State. Got to play them first. Yeah, damn it. It's okay. There's going to be a mid-major. There's going to be a non-power conference team in the national championship. Hey, Shown in the ticket it's prices. It's a big deal. Shown in the ticket prices. Yeah, pretty cheap now. Pretty cheap. Yeah, Expedia's saying I could go round trip for $96. When? Let's see. Is when, it right now? When go. Do you, when do you depart? That would be Saturday, May 6th. I get back uh, April 29th to May 6th. Wait, why are you going in May? The game is on Monday. I know. I need to adjust this. He's not there for basketball. Oh, hold on. We're not going to watch the game with the fine residents of Boca Ratoned? He's trying to get a gummer from Janice. Well, the price goes up the closer to. All right. So let's say we're shooting for May now. First of all, I want to go to the Oki Finoki Swamp. I think that'll be a fun trip. Tyler's never seen an alligator in person. Oki Finoki? Yeah. Are you talking about the Virginia Tech mascot? The Hokey Finoki? That's not his name. You don't have to Google that. It's not his name, Fred. <laughs> What's the name of that swamp I'm thinking of? The Everglades? No. <laughs> Lake Okeechobee? 
That could be it. All right, I don't. I think it's called the Okefenokee Swamp. I don't know what it's called, but I want to take Tyler to see an alligator. Here's what I want to do with Tyler. I want to expose him to all these things in life that he's never seen, and then I want to watch his reaction. Okay, that is a amazing word, and it does exist. The Okefenokee Swamp is in southern Georgia. Let's go. Let's go. Called it. I'm based. You idiots over here talking to me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, we just have to go off of years of data. Hey, speaking of, I have to retract something from yesterday. Oh. Okay. I told that entire story about uh, my moms and mamas. Right. Boys, I had misremembered. It actually wasn't called my mom's. It was called Old Milts. Old Milts? O-L-E Milts. That's way better. Yeah. And it wasn't just a biker burnout bar. Turns out it was an adult entertainment place, and I had forgotten that part of the story because there was so much other stuff going on. Because you're way into bikers. Yeah. Yeah. Because I texted that group of guys after the show last night, and they were like... None of this is correct. They were like, that was called Old Milts, you idiot. <laughs> and I said, ah, Old Milts. So that? instead of your mom hanging out at your mom's bar, yeah, it was actually Old Milt hanging out at Old Milt's bar. Correct. But okay. her name was Mama. Her name was Mama. That part did check. Okay. Also, I was told we spent significant time with someone named Dixie. But I don't recall any of that interaction. Well, I don't think they were the only one dosed with bath salts then. So I don't know a human named Dixie. So it seems. I know a lot of puppies. Here's the best record in Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani Ooh, buddy. has set a record, okay? Ooh, buddy. What record do you believe he would get? Like, what's, like he's the only pitcher slash position player in the history of the game. Uh, Asians over six feet tall. That's his checks. It's a short list mm-hmm. of tall guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, 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 Yao Ming. Oh, not a baseball player. Oh, you did not say that. You did not. You did not. Prefer- you said baseball record. What's the record, Fred? Sixty-five million. That's what Shohei Otani will make in 2023, including endorsements. This is Forbes saying this, by the way. He's obviously the best two-way player in the history of the game. Not even close. And it's not even close. If you at me about Babe Ruth, if you at Talk ABQ about Babe Ruth, I'll give you a diatribe that I won't even have to prepare for you. I'll just copy and paste it. Show you what time he's going to make 65 milli playing baseball. Are you kidding me? Actually, Fred, he is only going to make 30 million from the team playing baseball. He's going to make another 35 to 40 million being Shohei Otani. That's incredible. He's not even getting fake bumps on Twitter from Elon Musk like LeBron James. Did you see that today? Elon Musk and a shout out to LeBron James. Elon Musk in Twitter is uh, silently bumping like 20 different celebrities around the world. LeBron James, number one. Well, he is LeBron James. Otani's going to bring in on the field 30, off the field 35. Behind he, Max Scherzer's right eye is going to bring in 58.3 on the field and about a million off the field for 59 million. 
Aaron Judge, $40 million on the field, 45 and a half off the field. Justin Verlander, 43 on the field, about a million off the field. Yeah, I mean, these numbers are crazy. Mike Trout, 35 on the field, four off. What? <laughs> Why does Anthony Rendon make $38 million a year? Shohei is making the both the most counting playing and endorsements. Yeah. By far. By far. But the gap is even wider when you just look at endorsements. His 35 can be as high as 40 million. Number two is Aaron Judge at four and a half million. Shohei Otani has 31 and a half million more in endorsements than Aaron Judge. What does he have? Does he have like a cleat or something? I can't come up with a single product. Shohei Otani? Yeah, that he endorses. You don't live in Japan. Hold on. Let me check my driver's license. So the whole Asian continent and off the continent, because Japan's obviously not part of the continent, gives Shohei Otani a lot of money. For what? Being Shohei Otani. Hugo Boss, I've heard of that one. Fanatics, I've heard of that one. Oakley, I've heard of that one. Panini, I've heard of that one. Tops, I've heard of that one. Mitsubishi Bank, I've heard of that one. Psycho and Kawa, that's uh, the watch. Seiko? S-E-I-K-O? Yeah. I've heard of that one. Cool. All right, so actually, these are all the best brands in the world. You're kind of big deal. God, what a dude. For what? Just being the absolute best to ever do it? Yeah. Well, that's all it takes? It's worldwide pull. Dog, 8 billion people on this planet, right? Let's say half of them are dudes. We're down to 4 billion. Let's say half of those are too old or too young to play the game of baseball. You're down to 2 billion. Let's say half of those don't have interest in ever playing sports. You're down to 1 billion. Let's say of those people that are interested in playing baseball and not other athletics, you're down to what? A couple million? Maybe. He only had to beat out a couple million other people to become the number one. You put it in that perspective? Any of us could have done this. <laughs> Why don't you just say he beat out eight billion? No, he did not. I already eliminated all those people that weren't interested. What about those those dumb babies? They they're, might be able to play baseball. They're not years. old enough yet. Well, they're disqualified. Not with that attitude. Shohei Otani beat out like a dozen dudes trying to get here. Shohei Otani is the best two way player of all time. Correct. How do you not know the most endorsements in a few years is going to go to Major League Baseball's first baby? What is that? Yeah. What is uh-huh. Major League Baseball's first baby? Use your imagination. Baby Ruth? <laughs> Delicious candy bar. I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you talking of Shohei Otani and no, maybe... An actual baby. Shohei Otani married. What I need to know... I'm looking up if he is. What I need to know... All right, he's apparently married. Oh, she's very pretty. Duh. It's his high school sweetheart. He's so nice. He's the greatest of all time. All right, I'm going to say this one last thing before we cut this one loose. Shohei Otani is better at the thing that you claim to be the best at than anyone ever. If there's one thing where you're like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the example for the class. I'm so talented and capable I can yeah. train others. You are not as good as the thing that you identify as is Shohei Otani is 
at Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani is better at baseball than LeBron James is at basketball. That is correct. Better than Tom Brady is at football. Mm-hmm. Better than Wayne Gretzky is at hockey. Better than the United States of America is at World Wars. Correct. Undefeated. State. Undefeated. Boom. Suck it, world. Yeah. Other little wars that like aren't as substantial, we don't have the best track record. But like the Not, big ones. Yeah. After one, after World War One and Two, yeah, our record isn't great. No, but before that, civil, duh, revolutionary, duh, mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. great and world, mm-hmm. then renamed a world in World Two, mm-hmm. undefeated. Yep. Shohotani's still better. Still better. Mm-hmm. He's better than the Mash finale. He's better. Then the heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Okay, that's low hanging fruit. What are you doing right now? That's the greatest great. album of all time. He's better than Kendrick's "To Pimp a Butterfly." How about that? That's a terrible reference. It's the greatest hip hop album of all time. Yeah, but because you have to say the word hip hop, it eliminates it. The greatest album of all time is "What's the Story, Morning Glory" okay. by Oasis. Shohei Otani is better than Oasis's "What's the Story, Morning Glory." That's one hundred percent true. He's better than the extended version of the Beatles' White Album. Are you sure about that, or is it maybe <laughs> 65 milli to play ball? Your boy's jealous. Max Scherzer's over here like, I get a million dollars. He does not care. He is not in it for the money. He's in it to embarrass adults. Max Scherzer, to me, is the guy that keeps like notches on his bedpost. Yes, he does. Yeah, he's that dude. Yeah. Whatever the baseball equivalent of a bedpost is, I guess it's a bat. You can notch that. Crazy Jim Ursay said something that's not so crazy. I'm going to tell you what it is whenever we get back. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are, of course, powered by Route 66 Diner, excuse me, 66 Diner, where we have our burgers and milkshakes every single day don't forget that the ymca of central mexico is where your boys start said day the weekend is for new mexico vodka teller vodka i9's varsity we got to do a varsity today we sure do we gotta figure out what a good varsity is the varsity so, of things that are better than shohei otan there's it's over the list is over there's nothing we'll be doing that varsity at 701 that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm a big i9 sports guy don't forget vans getting strong and evolve strong mm-hmm we're going to be at Howie's Sports page on Thursday. Oh, man. baby. O- opening Let's day go. of Major League Baseball. We're going to do that over there. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, Tyler. I just reserved uh, at line, online at uh, adoodle.com. So this is Cockadoodle-Doo Petting Zoo in Boca Raton. And what it is, <laughs> Tyler, is we're going to take you out there. And they have uh, little baby pigs. They got little baby piggies. Yeah. And then they got uh, they got little alligator boys. And there's miniature-sized horses and bunny rabbits and roosters. And there's face painting. And they do a parade, which is cool. And there's llamas. And you can get cotton candy before we leave. You know, no lie. I think I would lose my mind if I saw an yeah. alligator, for real. Like, They got albino snakes you can hold, too. So we're going to go to the... Cockadoodle-doo petting zoo with Tyler when we go to Boca Raton, Van. You had me at llama. The best. They're just so stupid looking and fluffy. So down, I'm buying a t-shirt. No, we're buying you a t-shirt. Let's go. Yeah, this is our trip for you. <laughs> provides the best in children and family entertainment. 
Serving the Florida area for 15 years? That seems 15? Legit. Yeah. They survived COVID? It's got to be good. Petting zoo, pony rides, reptile show, hayride, carnival games, sand art, spin art, fun food machines, face painting, balloon twister. What's a fun food machine? Magician, jugglers, bounce houses, slides, rock wall, trackless train, and so much more. Tyler, when's your birthday? September. All right, hold up. <clears throat> Should put it off, huh? Yeah, might be a Birthday pilgrimage. Trip. Might be we might need to do a Birthday pilgrimage. <laughs> but with Tyler, we'll be like, oh, we request to be there on a day that uh, no country clubs are present, as Tyler is um, currently involved in multiple relationships. Important question. <laughs> yeah, trackless train. Mm-hmm. They got any pictures on the website? Because I don't know what a trackless train is. I believe it is like a semi, but with lots of. Uh, cabooses. You just drive it anywhere. You can just drive it anywhere. So, uh, so cars braided together. Yeah. That, okay. That's what I believe. All right. That's fine. Everything else sounds awesome. Miss me with this trackless train garbage. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Or tracks. Or tracks in this instance. That tracks. The third Back to the Future, the best one. I know people don't say that a lot, but it uh, really ties the whole story together. Is that the one where he bangs his mom? That doesn't happen in any of them. What? What was I watching? Lamar Jackson's asking for all the money. Cool. Mm-hmm. Jim Ursay of the Colts said, cool, that's the right amount of money. I don't want to promise it to him. That means it's not the right amount of money, Jim Irsay. Mm-hmm. Jim Irsay told r- reporters that the Colts are willing to pay Jackson a lot, but not to give him a fully guaranteed contract. Quote, the money is not a problem, but I do not believe in fully guaranteed contracts. That means the money, means the money. is the problem, Jimmy. How about this? You don't want to give $230 million guaranteed? Cool. I get it. Give him 200 guaranteed. Guarantee something. Tyler, on your birthday vacation, yeah, Tyler. I'm going to give you $1,000 a day spending money, but none of it's guaranteed. None of it. You have it, though. <laughs> yeah. It's there. It's on the contract. There. Sign right here. I don't care about the trade stuff either. Like, whatever the draft value is, whatever the compensation is, whatever the guaranteed, if he plays, if he doesn't play, trade backs, trade ups, trade downs. Well, I don't care about any of that. Actually, what Jenna Ursay said was, oh, money's not a problem, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson can run really fast, and I like things that go really fast. And, you know, my, my money goes fast when I go to the bank and I say, hey, give me, I'm going to pull a deposit out. I need $160 for Lamar Jackson. And they said, you got that money. Money's not a problem. You can have the money. But what I would want to do, I don't want to just, I don't want to guarantee it. But what going what to happen if we get guaranteed it? Hold on. Hold on one second. Plus, we got all that draft capital. I, mean, I don't want to think. I don't think I want to give up two rounds, you know, two first round draft picks for Lamar Jackson. When I, mean, I, I could just buy him next year. I mean, sometimes he's going to be a free agent. I mean, the Colts aren't going to go anywhere. We're just going to have some more free agents and next year. I mean, I got the money. The money's not going anywhere. I mean, what? What do you think? You think the stock market's going to crash? Stock market's going to crash this year. But anyway, I got. I mean, we could just buy Lamar Jackson next year. Why do? Why do we have to make him a Colt this year? I don't know how the reporters got that quote out of that, but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly said it in that manner with those noises in the background. I'm pro-labor. Talk about this all the time. 
Let's get down to the nitty gritty here, Freddie. This is just lead wide collusion. I think it's that. The Browns screwed up. Screwed everything. And gave an alleged pervert way too much money, way too much guaranteed money. Now the rest of the owners are like, we can't follow these idiots move now. Can't give Lamar Jackson all this money. He's always hurt. You're going to set a new precedent. Plus, did you see Did you see his uh, letter to Baltimore? How many grammatical errors there were? We can't sign that guy. To my barely, fans. He barely, sm- barely spell. To my fans. Just so dumb. And you know what the Browns did right, if we're going to have a moment? The Browns know that I and you and Tyler and Chris, we're not going to go and see the Browns in person. We're never going to do that. People in Cleveland are not going to do that. And the bubble of what you can charge people to come to football games is that complete expansion right now. It cannot get bigger. People will stop coming because the football product is better on TV than it is in person. And if you don't believe me, if you're driving around, Albuquerque, New Mexico, right now, saying, I don't know anything. Bet you haven't been to an NFL game, because I've been to a lot of them, and they're boring. They suck. Tailgating's fun? That's fun. The product is better on television. The problem with tailgating is it's amateur hour, and hanging out with those people sucks. And it's not like going to your Lobos game with your buddies that you just get to cut it up for multiple hours. Mm. You're sitting next to strangers... And the only thing you have in common is that you both hate you both hate your ex-wife. That's the only thing about going to NFL games. I thought you were gonna say the jersey you have on, but that's a good angle. I like yeah. that too. Yeah. Ten seconds of action, maybe, and a whole bunch of you watching a big screen showing you commercials, because people at home are watching commercials. And the Browns knew this. And what are they gonna do? They're gonna reduce their cost. They're gonna bring it back in. Tickets are going to cost a little bit less. Food's going to cost a little bit less because they don't care if they make money there because the money on this TV product is so much better in the TV. ESPN, NBC, now Amazon, now Yahoo. Does Yahoo still have one? They're just streaming whatever in Yahoo. Money coming in from everywhere. They don't care if it's the consumer. Spend it. You know who's watching Deshaun Watson? Everyone who listened to Rush Limbaugh. Like, you get all these hating viewers. I'll never give that team a single dollar. Nielsen says you're giving them the eyes, though. Mm-hmm. We know. Arbitron says. Arbitron is old school radio ratings, Tyler. You don't know anything about that. It's way before your time. Everyone in yep. Boca Raton remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. What's Pepperidge Farm? Is that in Boca Raton? You don't remember that? Janice and Boca does. Nice. Super nice. I hate authority. And I'm going to give you an example of the most abuse of authority that you've ever seen in professional sports. Whenever we get back. Tubin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This re- Sports Animal. Screaming west side when we ride, switching lanes in that old school Chevy while I'm gripping grains. Fit that bang, I try to tell him it's the game. Remember for years when old man slow was like, this technology is going to take your job. You got to get 
Gotta get a gotta get a job that can't be taken from you. You remember that? Is that old man slow or is that conspiracy theory van? It's real. Is yeah. what it is. Robots are gonna take your job. Robots are gonna take your jobs. They're taking your jobs. This really happened to Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Home plate officials no longer officiate home plate. They just don't do it. If you knew you're gonna get fired, how are you gonna act on your last day? Like an idiot. Yeah. Like a fool. Instead of the last day, this is the umpire's last season before they get taken over by robots. So they're going to act a fool. They're going to show their ass all year. Automatic ball strikes, and I'm watching games this preseason. Officials are crouching down behind the catcher like they're going to call a ball strike. They're not going to call a ball strike. A computer calls a ball strike. Crazy to me. So then... Because these guys' only job is to hand a ball to the catcher when one gets fouled off. His entire job is to be a real-life skee-ball machine. They start showing their rear end out there. So this umpire, which, by the way, I'm not going to say his name because I don't care. You don't give him the credit. Not going to give him the credit. Like a school shooter. Not going to give it to him. Yeah, I don't talk about him. Not for you. Nah. <laughs> So this umpire, and Philadelphia is playing like their last preseason or spring training game or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not handing the ball back to Real Matuto. <laughs> what was that word? Close enough. Okay. He throws it back to the pitcher. So Real Muto puts his glove up to get the ball back. Doesn't come immediately. He puts his glove down. The ball falls to the ground. And the umpire throws him out of the game. Throws him out immediately. Doesn't even think about it. Doesn't even look for Real Muto's side of the story. Just tosses him. You know, he needs to look for a new job. He's gonna. God. Loser. Sergio Romo got two balls put on him. That was gross. Garbage. Wait, what? Because he stood there and took a standing ovation. Are you kidding me right now? It's sad. Anyone who thinks that rules are important is a loser. I mean, where would we be without rules, Fred? Let's be honest. But a stickler for the rules? Get a hobby. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. Get a life. Be anarchy without these rules. Also, but seriously, you got to bend them every once in a while. Situationally dependent rule bending. To a high percentage as well, get a girlfriend. Well. The deal for Aaron Rodgers is in place. We'll give it to you whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Day 
at Howie's. And were, you, I, were you there I, the whole time? I didn't have you. I made a, a proclamation. I made a proclamation. Are we back? Mind your ear. That we will have free glizzies at Howie's, just like we had every Monday night football. I did not pass this over with upper management whatsoever. I just said it's glizzy time. And what better day to have a bunch of free glizzies, great company, great food, hang out with the boys and watch Van yell at a television screen and opening day. This Thursday, the 30th, at Howie Sports Page. Opening day is not about you. No one cares about you on opening day. It's my favorite day of the year. It's about me. Opening day is about every team having equal opportunity, being on fair ground, settled ground, hollowed ground, sacred ground. By the way, a lot of sacred ground in John Wick 4 yesterday. Ah, no spoilers. I went and saw John Wick 4 last night. It slaps harder than any film. Chris, have you seen it yet? Chris, get on the microphone right there. John Wick, I have seen it. John Wick 4 is the hardest movie I have ever seen. From the moment it starts to the moment it finishes, and it's, I'm going to try to, I don't want to overhype it. It's better than everything ever made all time. It's pretty amazing. Ah, pretty amazing. We call that recency bias to in, my, in my old job. Yeah. So, does a fourth dog die? Does he does he lose his pet again? Is that how it starts? No spoilers, you said. John Wick is a worse dog owner than Liam Neeson is a father. John Wick never owned a dog. Isn't that how the first one started? No, his And the second one? His he was widowed. It was his wife's dog. Yeah. Oh, it's not his dog? That's what I'm saying. Even though he like feeds it and takes care of it and gives him scratch and No, he did not. It was murdered. It, it was killed very early on. He the did day, not do that. Day one? Day one of ownership, his wife passed, and the next day they took his dog, it too? Was, it was literally like, a, hey, once I pass, deliver this puppy to John Wick. He never really had the dog. But, it, well, you know what he did have? Rage. Guns. Revenge. Yeah. A skill set. So the fourth one that I watched last night in a theater by myself, which, by the way, I would recommend highly to lots of people. I could, like, answer my phone and stuff. It was really nice. As I'm watching this thing... The movie starts with, like, a gunfight. Oh, you don't say. And then there's two hours and 49 minutes of gunfighting. That's the whole movie. It's a John Wick movie. It's so good. Yeah. Isn't that every movie? No, no, no. no. I'll tell you what the difference is. Okay. This one is three hours, not two and a half hours. That's the difference. This one's two hours and 49 minutes. Okay. That's 20 extra minutes of gunfighting. There was so much anxiety in this film. Did you ever see Uncut Gems? Of course. I love it. So you know there's a lot of anxiety in that film the whole time? It's perpetual anxiety. That's what this movie was, but entertaining instead of what Uncut Gems was. Uncut Gems was wildly entertaining. It was unnecessary, was Uncut Gems. Fantastic motion picture. Joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline, friend of the show, Bruce Wayne, who I know, I know for a fact, saw John Wick 4, I'm assuming, Wayne, welcome to the show. No, this is Lenny. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, it's Lenny. Okay. Hey, whoopsie. Figure it out, producer Chris. It's his first day. He was day. close. I, he, got the, he got the same number of letters in there. Well, and I'll tell you what, Lenny, you don't know this, but Tyler and I have talked about this off air, and we say 
If you're not sure, confirm. That was the conversation. Okay, so let's, let's, do, let's just even do this even better with John Wick before we get to sports, if we can talk sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the whole movie for John Wick, he speaks a total of 168 words. That's super sweet. Half of which Our bang, takes bang. place in the fight with Bill Skarsgård. Most of the other lines are one word. So sweet. I like Bill Skarsgård. You didn't tell me Bill Skarsgård was in it. I'm back in. And he slays. Oh, you didn't know that Skarsgård was the uh, main antagonist? No. He slays? Okay, then we're just going to leave it. No, we can't discuss it. You got and Just leave it at that. Like there's reindeer involved? The th- it's the best. No, no, it's just if you don't, it's the best one there is by far. By far, I mean, it's exciting. And by and also the fact that I can't. The gentleman who's in charge of the hotel that was played in the wire that just passed away a week ago. Lance Reddick. Oh, rest in peace. You know, I just out of nowhere, great actor. I mean, this is clearly. You know how each time you make a movie, it gets worse. Hello, Marvel. This is not like that. <laughs> okay. This also, is in the line of the Lord of the Rings Godfather ilk, where each one was better than the previous one. And I can't recognize Donnie Chen's roles overseas, but Donnie Chen is on the map now. Donnie Chen, is, he's entered the conversation. Donnie Chen's? Is yes. that your nickname so, for President Trump? Nice. Thank you. So can we just talk real quick? Everyone talk. I'm just bringing up Lamar Jackson real quick. Yes. The reason everyone talks about the owners not wanting Lamar Jackson to get a fully guaranteed deal. Do you know who else doesn't want that to happen? I don't. Every single agent in football. <laughs> mm. Every agent because becomes the if worst he does agent. That, then they're going to say the players, "Why am I paying you one to three percent when Lamar just got two hundred mil guaranteed?" Why am I giving you six mil? I mean, excellent point, Lenny. You're on to something there. I mean, I I thought it was just collusion Robert with Ursa, the owners. Outside of naming Jeff Saturday the coach of the year, finally admitted yesterday, no one wants to give a guaranteed contract. There's only one player right now besides Desiree Watson that has a fully guaranteed contract. You know who that is? Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. So, if I'm Baltimore, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to Aaron Rodgers. I'm going, dude, I'm going to give you four years fully guaranteed at 220. So now, at the end of that contract, he's 29, 30 years old. If he still isn't injured badly, he can still make the money now. He's almost at the Sean Watson money, but it's only a four-year contract. And then what Baltimore can do is add two voidable years on the end just to spread out the signing bonus for them. And then agree at that contract that after four years, they can't franchise him, they can't tag him, he could just walk. Kind of like Kirk Cousins with Washington. I mean, you're sampling a lot here to make a hit. Um I I think I mean, if you get two, there, I mean, who else? I mean, for me, if I'm the Jets and I'm being held hostage for Aaron Rodgers and the 13th pick, I'm calling up Lamar Jackson. I'm calling up Mama Jackson. I'm calling the Jackson Five, and I'm going. Let's sit down for dinner. I'm tired of being held hostage. Just give me one favor. If I give you a guaranteed contract, don't give me a shopping list of four players. 
Yeah, that's a good point. That's a little Aaron Rodgers job there. I like that. Uh, because, yeah, we already, they already got Alan Lazard, but do you think the Jets are trying a 37-year-old Mercedes Lewis and a 35-year-old Randall Cobb? Aaron Rodgers said those no reports they, weren't I true. I have no problem if they want to go after uh, OBJ and then just cut Corey Davis and sign OBJ to $12 million and then add some incentive money onto it. That negates what the money they'll save from Corey Davis. I have no problem with that. I think and da- then if they're smart, go after Ezekiel. Davis gets moved to Green Bay in a trade. Right. I think it's going to be Corey Davis and one of the seconds – that they have. I Either think 40, whatever they got in that pick for Elijah Moore. I hate, when I, I hate when I agree with Lenny all the time. Like, Lenny is you don't very. Have to agree with me no, you're very because, correct. You know, you can, I can be wrong. I was married twice. That, okay. Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why I like my dogs. I give them food to lay in the corner. Don't hate that either. No. But, you know, but. It's just a bad trade. And then the other thing is, if the Jets don't have a trade on the table by that, then all that Green Bay is doing is sitting waiting for June 1st where they could split Aaron Rodgers' cap hit over two seasons instead of one. That's why the trade hasn't taken place now. So that's the other thing I find stupid with football. Ezekiel Elliott was a June 1st cut, but he was cut already and could be signed, but the cap hit counts as a June 1st cut. But for trades, it doesn't. Yeah, that's all negotiated. I mean, I can't fault anyone on that because that's negotiated between the NFLPA and the league. No, no, but league. I understand yeah. what I'm saying is, but do you see how it doesn't make sense for the owners? Well, you're going to let you have a post-June uh, 1st cut, but you can cut the player in March. But for a trade, you can't do that. It's either you trade him now and you get the full cap hit, or you could trade him now and cut him as a June 1st. It only works to the owner's advantage. And everyone would like that deal except for Jerry Jones and the uh, leader of the band and the, the commanders. Which is about to change, as it seems. Lenny, we're well, up against I, the break. Don't, don't, don't believe everything you read. One, Joe Harris doesn't got the money that they say they do. The other guy doesn't. And everyone wants Jeff Bezos to come in, buy the team, because he could buy the team with Lent in his back pocket, build a stadium for cash, and raise everyone's value through the roof. 100 percent true. I mean, Magic Johnson too, though he's pretty sweet. And then NFL better Magic schedule. Johnson, as much as I love him as a player, you saw what he had with the problems where he quit with the Lakers. You see how he didn't run the Dodgers was great, and now you want him to take over one of the most or one of the biggest teams in the league in Washington. He also did the ice tubs real dirty whenever he bought the Dodgers. So there's that. So I mean, it, it's I mean, if you want to see bad owner players that are bad owners, uh, hi Michael Jordan, <laughs> Lenny, pretty, pretty savvy businessman, Lenny, you the man. All right, you guys have a good one. We'll talk uh, next week when we can uh, see San Diego State go to the uh, championship game. Big possibility of that stuff. I like him so much. Aaron Rodgers deal going to the Jets. It's all but set. Two first-round draft picks, they're saying. Two seconds. Sorry, you're right. I have it wrong. Two seconds and a conditional third pick, and they'll do a conditional third pick as long as they could get some givebacks. Givebacks are weird to me. Let's break that down whenever we get back. Deal. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610.
the sports animal. Putting a bow on this Aaron Rodgers talk. Thanks. Do we have another call, Tyler, or did we lose it? It's like we lost him. Okay. Impatient. He called, he called and he was like, I'm going to make fun of Frank. Who's Frank? Or Lenny, rather. Frank was the guy making fun of Lenny. Well, ah. All right, well, I'll tell you this. If we're going to have caller-on-caller beef, put it in the texter. 505-246-0610. We'll set a baseline of beef. We'll come back with a little seasoning. You got some quality zingers. We will read them. We've been doing a good job of making sure we read them all. But the problem is we do it at the end of the program because we get so caught up. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. (laughs) I do think Florida Atlantic will win over San Diego State. San Diego State's defense is just too damn good. But I'm rooting for Tyler. Sorry, Josh Sushan. Sorry, Jeff Simbietta. I'm rooting for Tyler. I don't personally care about where anyone went to college. Whenever my team loses in the NIT every single year the first week. And I didn't go to UNM. Hmm. Did your team actually make it to the NIT? Yes, my team actually made it to the NIT. Man. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, neither were they. so irrelevant. They lost to Walla Walla Washington or something. Really? Yeah, it was stupid. Okie Finokie Swamp and Walla Walla Washington. So the Aaron Rodgers deal. It looks like it's two... High draft picks, which you believe are second-round draft picks. Is that correct, man? I believe that's correct. That is the word on the street. Wait, what street? Who's talking? I think that they deserve a first and a second and then a conditional. But it looks like it's two seconds and a conditional. And maybe a wide receiver that no one wants. This is – if this trade happens – this is when Aaron Rodgers cements himself as the greatest heel in football history. On the field, like field adjacent stuff. Not Michael Vick dogfighting. Not Brett Favre stealing from the poor. Not Brett Favre wiener picks. Not Brett Favre getting addicted to pills. Not Brett Favre inappropriate locker room behavior. Not Brett Favre, uh, Trump support. <laughs> They're all very good. Yeah, this is not that. This is the great, because right now I think. Also the, Brett Favre, snake oil salesman. Yeah, that one's true. Remember we had those magic bracelets? Yes, I do remember yeah. that. Tommy Kappas. Mm-hmm. To me, the greatest NFL heel. Brett Favre did it right on Wranglers, though. Quality jeans. So he didn't even start that, though. It was Dale Earnhardt Jr., and I'm not going to get into that. Okay. But Dale Earnhardt Jr., by the way, I am a slim, straight, gapper, old Navy guy. But if the lovely people at Wrangler would like to join forces, let's form like Voltron, 505-246-0610. The wonderful people at Wrangler reach out to the boys. We've had this talk, 505-246-0610. What, what number is that? The Sports Animal Hotline. That's a good hotline. We've had this talk. If you work at Levi, call. Okay. The big Levi guy, and I wear Levi's. The formals, and I wear Hollisters in my everyday wear. Mm-hmm. They both come in thirty four length. That helps me. I'm very tall. I figured you'd be like like be like a thirty six. If it if it rides the cuff, I'm a thirty six. But I like mm. I like them high and tight. You do, don't you? Yeah, I like yeah. to show my curves. 
My ankle is currently out as we sit. Keeps your calves warm, too. What does? Your tight pants. You got sweaty calves. I never, I'm, I'm literally putting thought into if my calves have ever been cold. I don't think they have. See? Uh, the parts of my body that gets cold, calves, not near the top. So Rodgers has now surpassed Terrell Owens as the greatest heel in the NFL to never do anything weird off the field, except Aaron Rodgers did the weird vaccination stuff. Yeah, and then lied about it. Then lied about it. Well, he didn't lie. He was deceitful. Okay, what do you what do you do? What do you, why are you putting in Aaron Rodgers? So here's the problem. Like, once he finally gets on the team, when he's done skipping the preseason and OTAs and all the workouts, Packers once he, or Jets? Once he finally gets on the team, Packers or Jets? I'm talking historically. He's beloved on his team. Everyone loves him. Great attitude. Good teammate. Lifts everybody up. But this off-season diva stuff, he's the number one diva of all time. After this off-season, after all the ayahuasca stuff and the darkness stuff and the COVID stuff and the weird girlfriend stuff, I agree with you. He has overtaken Terrell Owens. As I don't know about heel, because I don't see him as a bad guy. Oh. But I see him as a diva. Of course you don't see him as a bad guy. Of course you, the Ob- Green Bay Packer apologist. Objective member of the press, Van Nunley. God, you're so dumb. Of two men on, on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. There's only one praised universal hero in the history of professional football, and that's Kurt Warner. Huh. I just put up this, hold up this mirror to your dumb face right now. The greatest to ever compete at the game. Uh-huh. Cinderella story. A patron saint. He might be sainted. He might be sainted. He literally might be sainted. You know there's a brand new Buddha? He's like eight years old. Don't even make sense. I'm so excited for that. Little baby Buddha? I watched The the Golden Child starring Eddie Murphy, so it's oh. about to get weird. What is that? It's a documentary about Buddhism. Oh. Sweet, precious baby Buddha here? Mm-hmm. Little eight-year-old baby Buddha from America for some reason? Yeah. Seems like clever marketing. Well, he had to go to Tibet. Well, now he does. Yeah. To bet he didn't start there. He started in America. Nice. They want kickbacks. If he doesn't play, if he does, I want insurance if I'm the Packers. Well, if he retires, he tells us he's going to retire. You don't want to be a liar, do you, Aaron? If you're so concerned about getting insurance on your trade, if you're mm-hmm. so concerned about getting givebacks, uh-huh. why are you trading for the guy in the first place? You get a year or two out of this guy, fantastic. He will. He takes your team into the playoffs immediately, makes you a Super Bowl contender immediately. That's what you're giving up the draft capital for. He's only going to become that. He's only going to become take you to the playoffs and make you a contender guy if that hurts the Packers worse. If there's a baseline trade and it's all over, he's going to be garbage. If there's like an escalator to where like, hey, if he doesn't play – um, you get some back. He'll play really good. If he plays really good, now you have to pay more. He'll play really good mm-hmm. to make the Packers During hurt. the regular season. Correct. Regular season goat, baby. If he wins MVP, it's actually a first-round draft pick instead of a second. So he'll be like. Should be. And he'll be on the goal line. He'll be like, uh, here's the thing. I'm not throwing a touchdown pass here. I'm going to turn and hand it off to fill in the blank running back. Mm-hmm. He'll do that. He's like, man. Not a fan of this December and January stuff. Season over, I'm out. 
Now, uh, in the contract where I wrote no takesy backsies, <laughs> you actually could take me backs. He's such a weird dude, dude. Yes. Give me all of it. I love it so much. And he's like, Green Bay and New York are very different. Like, they might be the two most drastic differences in the NFL. All that success and isolation and claiming you're a blacked out, like, like what are those curtains called? Blackout curtain cabins or whatever. <laughs> that doesn't exist in New York. In New York? All of that stuff exists in New York. No, it does not. That Cali stuff is all in New York, too. You have to ride public transit. To there's get 13 million people in New York. You think think there's a big enough percentage of hippies that there's not some blackness, dark out retreat at the top of some building? Dog, there's of course it is. There's 13 million people. In- they have granola in New York, too. He won't even live in New York. I got a guy. I'll get you some ayahuasca. In New York? Yeah. I got a guy. So like a whole... Actually, po- Jersey, but close enough. In Hamtramck? Mm-hmm. Sit in my tram hammock. Tyler, you need to Google ham tramic, or do you think that one's real? Not like Okeechobee. Tyler's never heard of anything. You know when I knew Tyler didn't know anything? Where we brought up Rand McNally and he asked who that was. Rand McNally hasn't been significant. Yeah, Tyler probably would have been ten. <laughs> Ten-year-old Tyler never saw a map. No. Guess not. Tyler, I don't know much about school these days. Do they teach, like, geography and stuff still, or is that out? Yeah. Like, what, like, give me an example. Like, do they teach, like, state capitals and stuff? No, they just, it's just Google Earth class now. Hmm. Mm. Smart. It is smart. Mm. Easier. When we were a kid, we used to spin the globe and then jam our finger into it really hard to make it stop. And we'd have to learn about that place. Did literally the same thing. It would hurt your finger. Also, that's how Aaron Rodgers decided where he's going to take his next ayahuasca trip. As good a way of any to do it. (laughs) If you're going to go, go with the finger. Let fate decide, brother. He's going to land on Boca Raton. That's nice. nice. That's what, you know, hey, they have same day colonoscopy out there. We could go out to Boca Patron. Boca Patron? Patron. Yeah, baby. Okay, if that's not a name of a tequila bar there, I don't know why it doesn't exist. Are you Googling it or me? I'm already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so the Boca Juniors are playing the Patronios, and this is in the Argentina Football League. so, So that's not the same thing. There's an L Patron. Yeah. There is no Boca Patron. All right. Hey, Tyler. No, no, I'll do it at the commercial break. I'm going to buy BocaPatron.com. The Boca Ballet Theater is a is hosting Giselle April 22nd to 23rd, Tyler. We could go and see that performance while out there. Love it. Tom's X? Oh, Pat Moynihan and Train is going to be there? Let's go to that. The guy on Saturday Night Live? Bobby Moynihan, my bad. Bobby Moynihan. I would like to point out that the Copa Argentina Football League, their initials are CAP. 
CAP. Nice. No Cap counter. We're up to three. Yeah. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. A good one today. Chris Burnett will join us in the final hour of the show. He's been a friend of ours for some time. Covered us for us one time. We'll introduce he to the audience. We're excited about that. Okay, Tyler. We can do an all-day bass fishing trip, a helicopter tour, or we can snorkel the reef. Yeah, which one of these things do you want to do outside Boca Raton? Mm, that's that's difficult. That's a big decision. I mean, I'm down to snorkel some stuff while I'm in Boca Raton for show, so nice. we'll probably rule that one off. Okay. Yeah. Doing plenty of that. Now, I don't do helicopters because I'm afraid of anything that has to have a moving part to keep me in the air. Right. Well, that sounds like we're going bass fishing. I'm a big snorkeling guy. I love snorkeling. Done it in Hawaii twice. Done it in Vietnam once. I'm pretty done with that. All right, we will go bass fishing. Mind blowing. Let's go bass. Let's go bass fishing. Bass? What? Just bass. Let's just do that. Spell it. Bass fishing. You go. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. I hate when you know my jokes. We'll fish at the bottom of a mountain. Go base fishing. The fir- the next time I put a lure in the water for a fish is the first time I've ever put a lure in the water. <laughs> what? Are you outing yourself as you've never been fishing? I do not fish. Well, you, you might not be a fisherman or an active fisher. You've never been fishing? You're saying a statement that is true, yes. Okay, we'll just quantify the statement. Thank you very much. I'm. What would I do fishing? Catch a fish, put it in an ice chest, keep fishing. What did you call it? Keep drinking. What did you call that thing? A fish? No, put it in a what? Ice chest. What is that? You got a chest of ice full of water next to you. You take the fish off the hook. And you put it in the water. What are you going on about? Like like a treasure chest? You keep it alive as long as possible. It tastes better. You only kill it right before you cook it. It's not like a frozen fish you buy at Smith's. You're telling me right now, you get a treasure chest, put it into the water. A treasure chest? Is that what you called it? Ice. Is there ice in the water as well? Are you in the Arctic? I don't understand what you're saying. You could do a bucket. You could do a heavily duct tape cardboard box. What are you going on about? Anything here? that can hold water that the fish can swim in. Where does this ice come in to be a factor? It's a describer for the ice chest. Can you picture in your head an ice chest? I literally haven't. When you said ice chest, I thought about like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Batman Revenge movie when he's playing Mr. Freeze. That's what I thought of when you said ice chest. Like his body cavity? Yes. Like his chest was made out of ice? What would that have to do with fishing? I don't know. That's why you're losing me. Fill the ice chest with water. What is an ice chest? Like a treasure chest. <laughs> a treasure chest? Like, what are you, like, were you from Cash Money Records? What do you think ice is? Like the frozen water, not like jewelry. So why are you putting not it treasure. in water? To keep the fish alive as long as possible, then you kill it and eat it fresh. Oh, my God, dog. Because it tastes better. You don't need ice on a live fish. You need ice on a dead fish. This doesn't even make sense. You need, you need 
water, the same temperature that the fish are swimming in, take ice out of the equation. Why do you I keep just, saying ice then? If it's just a chest, the word we're both because if you say if you say chest, then I have visions of what you thought a treasure chest. But when I say ice chest, I know exactly what it is. Tyler, a friggin' is- Coleman. A friggin' Yeti. Why a friggin' a Arctic. Yeah. Yo, all right, so let me get this straight. Your idiocracy is like put Tyler water. to be the voice of reason here <laughs> and explain that you're trying to say cooler? A cooler? Yeah. Is that not the same thing as an ice chest? No, I, is, I just don't understand why you took so many words to get to not cooler. Just say cooler. It's a cooler. <laughs> a, what do you mean? Like the thing that makes your house more temperate? Ah. <sighs> Like a, like a cooler? A swamp cooler? Yes. You don't live in a swamp. Hey, you see how this is confusing now, huh? That is not confusing. It's the English language. It's oh, not you. Okay, so let me get this straight. You think I'm supposed to infer, if you say the word cooler, that you're catching a fish from the oceans of Boca Raton and then putting it on top of a house that that the guys from Breaking Bad used to live in? The same, no. The same kind of logical leap as I would have the torso of a Batman villain. I got lost when you said back in the water. Because when you said when you said ice cooler, I was ice like, chest. yeah, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like you, you catch fish, you kill a ki- like you, uh, so many fish heads, whatever. Yeah. And then you put it on ice. I was like, oh, okay, this tracks. What's the first thing you put in a cooler? Beer. You don't put ice in your cooler. Not if I'm trying to keep fish alive, which is what you're claiming. Correct. Yes. You're talking about putting ocean to water into... Or lake water. You're talking about... Or river water. All right. Native water to the fish. Whatever they're natural. Remember when you'd get a, a jar... Of Swedish fish. No, like a mason jar, like a cur jar, and you put a little little grasshopper habitat in it. You put a little grass on the bottom. What are you going on about? You put a stick in it. A diorama? Then you catch the grasshopper, and you put it in the home... In the what? In its home. That is a prison. You're You're describing a prison. You're recreating the grasshopper's natural surroundings. You're doing the same thing for the fish in an ice chest, but it's just water. You just put the fish in a box of water. Could be a bucket. Could be a cooler. Could be the back of your truck. So according to the Internet, everything you're saying is very wrong. So the internet says this thing you're describing is called a live well. Yes, that exists too. Just say that. That's on a boat, though. And it says here, they're not what you're describing. A live well looks more like a laundry basket that you just put into the water. That You can do that too. Or, hear me out, you use your imagination for 12 seconds and picture me pouring ocean water into an ice chest and then unhooking a fish from the hook and throwing it in the ice chest. And then you pick it up later and you cut its head off, you cut its guts out, and you throw it on your preheated grill. Also, I prefer to oil the grill too. Just don't heat it. Do you drink hard ocean water? Drink ocean water from Sonic. You got a little vodka on you. That's what hard ocean water is, right? That's what it's called. Wait, so is ocean water not a beverage that includes vodka? Oh, I think it normally has coconut rum too. I think. I thought that was what it, it was, right? It was vodka rum Powerade. 
That, I think that's correct. <laughs> Vodka, coconut rum, and Powerade. Yeah. That's what I would put in my cooler. I would not put a fish. <laughs> a fi- I don't need my fish in a cooler. I can catch it, throw it on the shore, let it hang out for a while. <laughs> also, after I catch a fish, why am I going to continue to fish? I've already hit the goal of the day, which is to acquire a fish. Well, I mean, depending on what your uh, your permit says, your license says. My what? Your fishing permit? What are you going on about now? You can just go fishing wherever you want, Fred. Yes, I can. First off, you need a permit. Second off, you need an ice chest. <laughs> if there are people, if there are friends of this show, this show being two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 6 in the sport table, that regularly fish, which I know they're not because we live in the desert. This is New Mexico. People love fishing. There's no, there's no water here. Where would people fish? Uh, Chama. What is that? It's up north. It's beautiful. Chama has some great fishing, absolutely. Wait, you have fished before? Oh, yeah, all the time. What the? I'm a New Mexican for it. Don't judge him by him, his appearance. That's true. Dude, I've been on EBT since I was in, like, the fourth grade. I've had to fish to eat sometimes. What is, like what, what is EBT? Is that every bay there? What is that? <laughs> I, he goes fishing, and then it's... Oh, EB, every boat trip. Got it. It's he eventually... It's bass tacos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every bait matters. That one didn't work. That one nah, yeah, that was a little not even the right acronym. Yeah, that was edgy. Every time is bass time. That close. That's all, that's... <laughs> I'm not gonna go fishing with you guys. <laughs> yeah, say we're going snorkeling. Let's guys. go snorkeling. <laughs> also, what really helps when you're snorkeling. Is a nice chest, but you fill it full of booze, not fish. The last time me and Van went snorkeling, I bought these um, what what belts? I bought these belts, and they held twelve beers a piece on them. They had little slots on the outside, like a like a Batman belt of beer holding. <laughs> yes, and uh, we put those on, and then we put in a bunch of beers, and we went out and sat in the ocean with our beer belts. Mm-hmm. And snorkeling gear. And this is a real day. This is a real day in our life that we had. Two hours after that, I swam with a turtle. All true. I was swimming with like 12 of my best buds. The king? Swimming with the king. (laughs) Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. I don't listen to a lot of radio shows that aren't our radio show. Smart move. I literally, I don't listen to any. I mean, I'll be real honest. I don't like the way. I, it's not for me. I don't want someone else's takes. I don't want to be influenced by others. Right. Cool. I listen to the opening drive almost every day. That's a little bit different because I do too. Talented dudes. They're better at the insight stuff than we are. Like a lot, I would even say. And I like that insider energy. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I do listen to, like, the first 20 minutes of Pat McAfee, maybe daily. The rundown? The rundown. Sure. I listen to the rundown. Because I know we're going to do this show, and I'm like, I want to make sure we have the right topics. Yeah, what if we forget one? Yeah, that's it. That'd be a bummer. So today on the Pat McAfee show. (laughs) 
So the conversation goes like this. You know, if uh, Bill Belichick doesn't play his cards right, Robert Kraft's going to get rid of him. Okay. Coldest take of all time. I cannot ever, ever think that anyone will ever fire Bill Belichick. Oh, you're talking about the most successful coach in the history of the sport? Specifically Robert Kraft. That one? Like, Robert Kraft knows what made him a billionaire. Robert Kraft's not confused about being a billionaire. Robert Kraft is a billionaire because he had Bill Belichick. Hey, what's the first four letters of billionaire, Fred? William. Yes. (laughs) Chris Burnett joins us on the microphone for the last hour of the program. We introduce he to you. The friends of the show. Should we offer them what we're going to talk about? Make it a surprise. We'll do this. Well, I'm going to tell the listener. He's pretty bummed he missed out on that John Wick talk. He did. He's upset. Yeah. Visibly. Whenever we get back, the full list of NFL rules and updates with newest edition of the program, Chris Burnett. I'm excited about that. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Let it bang, let it bang. Let it bang, let it bang. Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert, Robert Buck, Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Put up your jazz hands, kids. That's what that song reminds me of. Welcome back to the program, 6 o'clock hour. Let's go. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Where are we going? Well, hopefully you're getting off work. And here. Ho- hopefully after you get off work, you're going to, uh, you made, you already made your one stop at the grocery. You already, uh, and, and you're on your way home. You're headed home. Headed home with the boys. Hopefully at the grocery store, you got some Teller vodka, New Mexico's vodka. You, absolutely. Hopefully. Maybe a little four packy boy or some okay. watermelon walk off or some true. blueberry lavender lemonade, perhaps some grapefruit oh, hibiscus stop, lemonade. Stop. Maybe even a mariachi margarita. Stop looking me in the eye. You're not looking at a menu. This is weirding me out. <laughs> I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley making the show go around. Tyler, the producer. Is that what we went with? Tyler, the creator? What was it? I like Tyler, the entertainer. Tyler, the entertainer. Entertainer. Making the show go around and joining us now for the first time, which is going to be of a lot of times, Chris Burnett. Let's go. Yeah. Chris Burnett joining us. He is a staple in Albuquerque uh, downtown socialite life and obviously the host of 10 Drake Minimum for, what, like 15 years now? 16, yeah. That's 16 crazy, years. man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I think Jan- in July it'll be 17, yeah. You think like this isn't yeah. a thing you've celebrated 15 well, times I drink, I, I drink a lot of beers, man. That's the same. 100% same. Yeah. A minimum 10 of them. Yeah. You will you will be joining us uh, relatively. Tyler took himself off the live stream. so that's Okay, bye. Time. You'll be joining us relatively often as... Uh, Tyler has that weekend schedule to where he uh, he's an entertainer on the weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, Tyler the Entertainer. That's fancy. Yeah, so you'll be with us, and you're joining us uh, going to WrestleMania this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been to a lot of WrestleManias? What's up? Never. Yeah. Never been to WrestleMania in my life. The whole reason you took the job was this trip. <laughs> exactly. And then, I, and then I'd be like, guys, I don't think it's going to work. Not the one. Or, or I'll just no call, no show. Every day after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With just official start date next Monday, they're like, don't even worry about it. No call, no show. 
The so ten drink minimum you record on Sunday nights. It's also live on Sunday nights. Where is that available? Who can get it? Uh, you can get it. Uh, well, we have a Facebook page, Facebook dot com forward slash ten drink. Uh, we also broadcast it on our YouTube channel. You can just Google ten drink minimum, and then you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. I mean. You know, seven, you know, almost seventeen years. If you can't find it somewhere, then I'm not, I'm not working very hard. Yeah, figure it out. So yeah, yeah. RSS stands for uh, right. really simple, stupid. <laughs> Does it know? I don't know. I just made that yeah. one up. Is that is sure? That, sure. I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, we did the program this past Sunday. We got a lot of feedback on it. Which did you was, really? Yeah, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's absolutely a part of. I the lexicon, I guess. Yeah. Like it, it's the pulse of Albuquerque. Awesome. Uh, that's what actually like a city councilman told me, and I was like, that that makes me feel weird. I don't know how that. He's like, I listen to your show to see what's going on. I'm all, all right. That, that freaks me out a little bit. Like, like the notoriety or what part? I don't know. He's like, I want to know what's going on with the you know, like the pulse. He's like, I want to yeah. see where people are at, and I'm like, oh wow, that's scary. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you should, but that's cool. Yeah, you're like this progress I made over all this time that I worked so hard for. Now that I have it, I uh, yeah. eh, I don't know, eh. Well, I just don't know if I want city officials to be like, well, uh, we should pass this law because I was listening to Gendry Minimum the other day. And <laughs> sure. Here's what they have to say about it. These are hammer dudes <laughs> really yeah. into this law. Yeah. You're a sports enthusiast, though, and that's why we're excited to have you as oh, part yeah. of the program. What uh, You're into combat sports or into what? What's your job? I, I used to watch a lot of UFC. I haven't watched it as much anymore, but I, I watch, uh, I like basketball, I, you know, I like football, baseball. I'm a big one. And, and like earlier, you were talking about heels and uh, uh, sports heels, and I was like, I was thinking in my mind the greatest sports heels of all time. And like in football, for me, it's like Indomit and Sue. He just seems like a real mm, not yeah, cool, a great not, answer. But then I was like, but is anyone worse than Christian Leitner? I mean, is that you know they even had a a, a whole show? I hate Christian Leitner was the whole name of the show. Yeah, that and we're familiar with that work yeah. because at that time there were less options for entertainment, so right. everyone was watching ESPN thirty um, for thirty ten years ago. Yep. The the greatest sports heel of all time. Who's the greatest? I mean, he's pretty up there. Oh, Very punchable. Albert Hainsworth, I think, would be on there. Okay. That, that dude sucks. That's just diet and Domican. Yeah. No, he stepped on a dude's head. Like, he cleated a dude in the head. And Domican don't cleat you in the head. He just he just gives you one of these. Well, he cleated a lot of people. Yeah, he stepped on like a, lot a lot of people. people. I don't like that. A lot of people. Yeah. Is there, like, a pitcher that throws at your head? Is there a guy like that? Like uh, John Rocker? I was going to say John Rocker would be, yeah, he was like the guy. Like they eastbound and down is like based Personal on Personal life, yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Rocker I think would be on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in his playing days, friend of the show, friend in real life, Ryan Leaf. I think he was a bad guy. He was a heel for a long time in the NFL, I like, thought. Like yeah. Ty Cobb. Self-imposed. Yeah. Ty Cobb would like slide and kick people in the chest with his sharpened cleats that he sharpened before the game. Mm, okay. It's a big heel to people yeah. of color off the field. Yeah, he did not He did not yeah. care for those. Yeah. Yeah, he was not about that life. Allegedly. Greatest hmm. heel of all. Oh, hey, I got it. Tanya Harding. Ooh, that's a good one. It's got to be Tanya Harding. Yeah, it's up there. It's pretty good. Because it, as we under, heel is a pro wrestling term for yeah. a bad guy, and all of her heel activities happen backstage, just like they would on a pro wrestling show. Like you beat up your opponent before they have to compete. Right. That's Tanya Harding through and through. Give me Tanya Harding. They like run up with the cameras and, you know, Nate Scarrigan's on the ground. Why? And, uh, yeah. Why? Get some security down there. Why? Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. That's Can't be topped. I think yeah. that's the one. Could be. I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah. that you might have yeah. hit the pinnacle right there. She's a bad B. Mm. 
I'm not a big fan of like the overproduced, like the Conor McGregor. Like I'm here because the cameras are here. Yeah, like the whatever Nancy Kerrigan. That's heel by design. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's heel for the brand. Heel. Well, do you think yeah. whenever like did you see when they threw the guardrail at at the bus and shattered the window? That was all produced. Like that was all just a work. Conor McGregor. Some guy got paid for glass shards in his eye. That yeah, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was like they were treating that bus like it was old milts. Yeah, I mean it was very WWE. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, from the texture, front of the show, friend in real life, mm-hmm. voice of the Lobos, Robert Fitzgerald Portnoy. Big win for the Lobos today, by the way. As Grayson Allen. Oh, oh, he's that's the worst. A good one. That's Ooh. a good one. Lobos baseball today. I don't know if you guys saw this or know about this because it happened while we were on air. Dramatic fashion. Jake Holland over. Number 22 in the nation, Texas Tech. Bottom of the ninth. Walk-off? Wow. 11-10? Lobo's baseball's for real, boys. Let's Watch go. That. Jake Holland's from Orlando, Florida. So we should actually call him, Tyler, and see what the best spot in Boca Raton is. Oh, oh man. We could do that. He's a real Boca boy. Grayson Allen does have that rep. Does have that rep. In the in the streamyard chat says Mickey Rivers of the Yankees was a real POS. Did they misspell mantle? Yeah, was that supposed to be Mickey Mantle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bad guys in basketball are a little different. Yeah, because we were talking about Pat Bev the other day. I guess we weren't really talking on air. We were talking about Pat Bev the other day. Yeah, he hits like a little eight foot turnaround hook shot over LeBron, who just came off of a month's injury on an ankle. Yeah, and then he does he does the year too small. He puts his hand down to the floor like he's petting Gus Gus whenever Gus Gus comes out of his wall hole. Like, what are you doing, Pat? You're not a bad guy. If you're going to go NBA, though, you got to go Bill Lambeer. Lambeer was one of the worst human beings ever. Okay, that's a good take. He's an actual villain. Yeah. Charles Oakley. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But Lambeer, like, he, he went up to get rebound with Bird and then just came down to clotheslined him just to clothesline him. That was the whole, like, it wasn't an accident. He did it on purpose. So Bird might be it, too, though. Oh, yeah. Because Bird would tell you, he would walk over to you mm-hmm. during your timeout. He would lean into your huddle, mm-hmm. and he would say, I'm going to go to this spot in the corner. I'm going to hit a three on you. Yep. And then he would walk away. Yep. That's a bad dude. Then he would run over to the, the coach and say, why didn't you have anyone guarding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, throw his hands up. <laughs> give, me a, give me a sprinkle of Vontez Perfect. Oh. oh, okay. He's ruined a lot of careers. Oh, wow. Including his own. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that are the worst. Maurice Claret. You know, there's a lot of guys who are their own worst enemy mm. out there. Lenny Dykstra. That's a good example. Yeah. Uh, dude knows how to party. Yeah, well, called them nails. I mean, yeah. Like, all the way up into methamphetamine, <laughs> I would love to hang out with Lenny Dykstra. That, uh, at what phase, though? The alcohol to metaphine or, like, before, you know, beginning of the career to the alcohol? Which phase? Daryl Strawberry. I mean, ooh. He's just like a cool guy. Yeah, I agree. He seems He's super cool. cool. Dennis Rodman. Oh, that's, yeah. The Worm. Yeah. Heel by design. I mean, he was in the NWO. Oh. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. Mm. I'm in. Larry Bird yeah. played an entire NBA game shooting only left-handed. Yeah. Because he knew he was that bad of a dude. He uh, went, He went to the three-point contest. Went in the locker room and said, "Who's getting second? Never took his warm up shirt so off, sweet. and won the three point contest. That's a bad dude. That's a bad dude, man. 
And well, they, it might be Larry because my Tanya Harding example, there's only one example. Yeah. Although she ended up boxing. Did she throw any low blows in that? Probably. Larry, that's cultivated. That's swag. That's attitude. I don't know if he's like trying to be the bad guy. He's just saying he's better than you. He's oh, he's yeah. about to prove it right in your face. And he could. <laughs> Tanya Harding. Every so time. Far. There's a, that's that, real life. Todd Bertuzzi. But again, that's off the court, off the ice, off the field stuff. Yeah, we're doing that. We're that's gonna, heel, man. That's we're going to go into Ray Lewis territory or Aaron, Hernan- yeah. Aaron Hernandez territory, Michael Vick territory. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. Also, I think to be a really good heel, you have to low-key also be loved quite a bit. Draymond Green. Oh, man. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. Draymond Green will hit a shot tonight in whatever game he's playing, and he'll celebrate. The only shot that he hits. Yeah. Not like he's not like a 10-year vet yeah. who has won championships. Right. But he'll be like, look at me. Like, what? Then he'll go on his podcast and talk about how he did it in your face. Is Every- there... Everybody loves Draymond. Yeah. I'm a Warriors fan, so I love I love Draymond. So. Okay, I think I have it right here. Yeah. I went to the internet to get the answer, but I think okay. we missed it. All right. Don King. Uh, I mean, yeah, he did. He did. Uh, he made a lot of people a lot of money, and then he took it away from them. Single-handedly, so. the downfall of boxing is because of Don King. Yeah. I mean, downfall of boxing, downfall of Mike Tyson partially. Well, definitely downfall of Mike Tyson. Yeah. Tyson blames King for everything. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys know the bad blood about this thing. Mm-hmm. Also, allegedly, King siphoned, I don't know what word to use, Yeah, like 14 or 15 milli off of Tyson. Mm-hmm. Oh, how much off of Julio Cesar Chavez? I mean, who knows? Everybody. Yeah. It's not going to be just a, a wild one-off on yeah. just Mike Tyson. Oh, all right, I got the list here. Ali, Holmes, Witherspoon, Norris. Chuck Norris? Have, no. A guy named, I got it right here in front of me, Terry Norris, no clue. Nobody steals from He's Chuck a boxer, Norris. right? Yeah, they all were. Terrible Terry Norris? Is that right? Terrible Terry Norris? Yeah, how do you know that? You know a little more than you're letting on. <laughs> King was also, oh, I didn't know this. Don King is a double murderer. Yeah, that's correct. In 1966, King was convicted of second-degree murder in a ma- in, for shooting someone in the back. The conviction was ultimately overturned because it was determined the shooting was justifiable. He was later convicted of second-degree murder for stomping someone to death over 600 bucks. Wow. Imagine what he'll do for $15 million. Well, and he got pardoned by the governor of Ohio, so you know he had a couple coin that he wow. threw around. Mm-hmm. How much coin? You got a cuppa? Got a cuppa? Cuppa coin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say, yeah, that's, that's starting to sound really uh, heel. Bobby Petrino, he sucks. What about Bobby Knight? Good guy. <sighs> yeah, anti-hero. Angry face. <laughs> anti-hero. Chokes a kid on campus. <laughs> throws chairs onto the court. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I saw him coach a couple times. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> George Steinbrenner. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, then Al Davis. Al Davis. Yeah. He's a heel to the yeah. owners. Yeah. That's what I like. To the NFL, yeah. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Two counts of domestic violence, one count of misdemeanor battery, convicted misdemeanor battery. He, I mean, the list just goes on. Oh, He's also a heel to LeVar Burton for sure. 
Because because he hates to read. Correct. Because he can't read. Because <laughs> he can't uh, read. Uh, he's a disgrace to LeVar Burton of the famous yeah. show Reading Rainbow. LeVar Burton's like, what about My Little Prince? He's like, that's my nickname now. <laughs> Book, friend. Speaking of choking, Latrell Sprewell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, P- coach, yeah. He put P.J. Carmissimo, like out of the league, really. How was he the heel? You see the, the things that Carlissimo was saying to him? I don't know if this is going to help my argument or not, but um, currently, legally, Latrell Sprewell is not allowed to see his own children. Oh, wow. oh my. So That's bad. <laughs> not, not good. No, no. Not good. It's probably like Uncle Luke, though. I mean, the hero of University of Miami football? How is he a oh, heel? Luther Campbell. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of these. What's that hockey is dude? Uncle Luke a different person? Yeah. Yeah. It's Luther Campbell, who you're talking about, right? Yeah, but uh, oh. hold up. Luther Campbell on the street, Uncle Luke in the sheet. Yeah. Oh, hey uh, Ty Domi or Bob Probert for hockey? Uh, the second guy I never heard of, so I guess Ty Domi. Oh, you never heard of Bob Probert? Did Ty Domi the one that married DJ Tanner from Full House? No, I think that was, uh, was that Probert? No, it was Pavel Burry. Oh, uh, that's right. Probert was the guy, he was literally the goon for Detroit. He would just go in and beat people up, and he was the most feared in his time. So that was Marty McSorley for the Kings when he played with Wayne Gretzky. So if you, like, touched Wayne Gretzky right. at all, yeah. Marty McSorley came over and just rocked you like yeah. John Rocker, who we already named. I mean, Happy Gilmore took off his skate and tried to stab a guy. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Mm-hmm. He turned face, though, when he went to golf. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't think about, though, though which is the obvious? Because we're so pro-labor all the time, which mm-hmm. is the thing I say all the time. It's Don Sterling, Donald Sterling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty bad, too. He was Ooh. the worst. Who's yeah. that bowler guy that literally, like, he's like the bad boy of bowling? Like, you know, Pete Weber? Pete Weber Pete the Weber. third? Yeah, oh, wait, Pete Weber's Parker, a legend. Yeah. Parker Baum the third. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of really good bowlers out there that the are not good at anything else. Don Dinkinger? What? Dinkinger? I don't know how you say that last name. Somebody put that in the chat. The guy who played the little person in Game of Thrones? Who is Kermit Washington? I don't know who that is either. The president of... We got, a, we got a Kermit Washington from the texture as well. I don't know who that is. That's yeah. what I just said. I just said that. Who is that? There's a lot of people out there I've never heard of. So apparently they looked so nice. They weren't, they weren't uh, villain enough. This is first line of his Wikipedia is remembered for punching opposing player Rudy Tomjoy. Oh, and, and uh, ended Rudy's career. He got brain damage. Oh. It, but went on to coach the Houston Rockets. To, uh, Are you saying title. coaching's easy? No. Is that what you're saying right now? Yeah. Did you say that? that I, well, eh. You implied it with the brain damage. Mm, I did not. <laughs> it's actually a really vicious hit, too, if you watch the – because Rudy was running full blast, and the guy just punched him right in the, right in the head. Whoa. Hey, you know, you know what else? That happened to uh, Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto kicked Jason uh, Jason LaRue in the head. Okay. So when Johnny Cueto was with the Reds, he kicked Jason LaRue, who was the catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals in the head, ended his career right there. Oh, wow. You end somebody's career. You go right up in the Hill Hall of Fame. Oh, there, I agree. Right? I mean, in someone's life, you go really higher, but, you know, in the career, that's, that's, that's you know. Lawrence Taylor doesn't count because he did it once a week. <laughs> he made a habit of it. Yeah. Barry Bonds on the list? Not really. He's just a jerk, not a yeah. heel. It's interesting that we know Lawrence Taylor for ending Joe Theismann's career, but who's the guy that hit Alex Smith? 
I don't even know who that Mo is. Mo Lewis? Is it Mo Lewis? No, wait, that was Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> I, thought, he, I thought Drew Bledsoe blew his knee out stage diving at a concert. That was the first time, I guess. Who was the guy that headbutted the oh, goalpost? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of idiots out yeah. there. But, yeah, you end somebody's career, that, that puts you up there. Yeah, you know, and then Lawrence Taylor, there's always the crack. So, yeah. What is the crack? Oh, he, he was, okay. Yeah, he, I finally found that Kermit Washington. Uh, Washington yeah, it's pretty rough, right? Rudy Tomjanovich yeah. clip. Yep. So the, yeah, all of his momentum's coming forward. Hits him with uh, a really solid right cross. Yeah. Drops him. Whiplash. Hits his head on the floor. Yeah. That was gross. So I gave Van 17 minutes for the segment to say Elizabeth Lambert, but he didn't do it. Whenever we get back, more two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Yeah. The sports animal. Because she's a hero. Chris Burnett joining us on the program. Chris. Welcome. Welcome. It's great to be here. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. NFL rule changes, boys. You ready? Yeah. Talked about it in the first hour. Come back to it now. Presented by Philadelphia and accepted by the NFL. I could read you. I'll read it exactly. Men's Rule 5, Section 1, Article 10, to permit the use of zero as a jersey numeral, numeral, sorry, to allow kickers and punters to also wear jersey numbers between 0 and 49 and 90 and 99. Okay, I'm in on this. You like it? Wearing the number zero is cool to me. I'm in on this. Okay. But there's no double zero. There's no double zero. It's garbage. Hmm. Miss me with that. Roulette is like, Lunacy. what? No, oh, Kevin Duckworth right there. Don't know who that is. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, double zero. The Mighty Ducks were named after the Duckworth Law Firm. Oh. Sorry, 11, 22, 33, 44, 55, 66, 77, 88, 99. You're also outlawed as well. Wow. No double numbers. Good take. No double numbers at all. Punter? Never again. No, get rid of them all. All of them. Even double adjacent, I say get rid of. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I say you just give everyone one through 53, and then it's done. Ranking on salary. Some, oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Something to do with instant replay time clock. Don't care about that. Here we go. If you fail a fourth down attempt, it's now immediately reviewed. Oh, great. Wow. I don't like that. That'll make the game speed up. I hate instant replay more than any human being on the planet. It has taken the emotion out of the game. It has ruined the moments of the game. It is not for your boy at freaking all. And now when my team gets a big stop or my team fails, my reaction won't be cheer or jeer. My action will be. Now, hold on. Go to the replay. Now, hold on. Hold on. Let's take a restroom break. Let's Why is this, our drink. Uh, this is dumb that it's automatically reviewable. Yeah. Make it a challengeable play. That's all you have to do. Officials make jurors. the coaches use one of their challenges. This is stupid. Agreed. The NFL has also changed its definition of a launch to now leaving both one or two feet. So launching, as you're aware, uh, is a personal foul. You can be ejected from the game and then you usually catch a penalty. Isn't launching with one foot running? Uh, Isn't that called running? I literally feel the same way. This is going to be so. This is going to be an absolute expletive deleted show. Uh, this is like a, a football motion. Like when they're like, well, when the wide receiver makes yeah. a football motion. Yeah. What does that mean? He made an aggressive football move and then yeah. hit him really hard and gave him an owie. 15 De- yards. Des Bryant was in. 
Tripping is now a personal foul. Okay. I do, okay. Sure. Sure. That's good. There's someone's going to get really good at running alongside you. Accidentally tripping? Yep. Yep. Except for Aaron Rodgers. He can trip all he wants just during the offseason. All right. This one's a little interesting to me. The competition committee says this. To make penalty for illegally handing the ball forward consistent with other legal acts such as illegal forward passes. That's so, fair. I agree that it's fair, but I don't think I saw it so many times that I needed a rule change. Who got screwed over by it last right. year's yeah. question? Yeah. yeah, where did this come from? What, what like explain that rule, like say that again? So like say like say you're like a lineman who picks mm-hmm. up a fumble past the line of scrimmage. If a player had like came up to you in front of you oh. as you're progressing down the field and taking it away, like on your team, yeah, you can't. That's do it. yeah, that's now a forward pass. I didn't know you could even do that. Yeah, yeah, you can't do an illegal forward pass. You can't pitch the ball forward. Now you literally can't hand the ball forward. And it would have oh. been, and it would have been just down right there. But now they're saying, hey, you get a 15 yard penalty and a loss in it. Oh, okay. Oh well. So there you go. So don't do it, I guess. It's probably best so, if you didn't do it. Just, yeah, just, just don't. Just lay on the ball. Didn't you read this rule? The thing that I get so weird about whenever all these rule changes come in, it's like what kind of nerd is paying so close attention you need to change the handoff rule? Have you met NFL fans? Yeah. I mean, man. They've amended the like butt ram and head rules with the helmet. So now, if you're putting your helmet on another dude, strong chance you're going to get called for one. Super strong chance. Which is fine. But it's got to be across the board. This gray area open for opinion stuff, like every single game, it's getting called differently from using your head, leading with the head, hitting with the head, right. accidental. I find it wildly BS that if a linebacker leans down and tackles somebody and makes accidental contact with their helmet. It's an automatic first down and 15-yard penalty. If a running back leans down and smashes you head first, it's just a regular play. It's just a regular football play. I agree with that. It should be both sides. Joining us on the program right before the break, friend of the show, Chip. Chip, welcome, brother. Thanks. Uh, So I got a great idea for the instant replay. Yep. Or for the review. I think the refs should have three minutes to come up with a call, and that's it. Three no minutes. longer. If you've got three minutes to figure it out, if you can't figure it out, the game got to go. It has to go on. With the call on the field? With the call on the field, period. Ooh, I don't if hate that. If you can't that. figure it out in three minutes, then that's, it's too bad. Let's go. We've got to move on. It's a game. you got to move on. Are you – perhaps do you work for Coca-Cola or Budweiser – or any of the partners yeah, of the Whopper, NFL. Because three minutes sounds like a really nice commercial break, Chip. <laughs> right. But, but honestly, honestly, the, some of these are going 10, 15 minutes. And, yes, they're it's using silly. that as a commercial break. But these 10-minute um, calls, that changes the game sometimes. Okay, maybe make it two minutes. That's fine. But it's gotta, the time, there's got to be a time frame for them to review it. And if you can't figure it out in that time frame – the game must go on, in my opinion. Chip knows what's up. Because yeah, I'm over Chip. here saying just get rid of all replay and just leave it up to discretion. Well, I'm the exact opposite, Fred. Let me tell I, you why. Go ahead, Chip. No, I, I mean, I, I agree. This, the, the, 
instant replay is really messed up. I mean, we lost games, but uh, the UNM Lobos because of it. And, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, something's got to happen in this whole idea that you can just sit there and analyze it from 85 different angles. In slow motion, takes, in ultra 4K. And, and, and that takes out the sport of the game. This is an athletic endeavor, not like work, you know, work for two minutes and then quit for 10 minutes. That's not, that's not an athletic event sometimes, in, well, in my opinion. So it can, it can kill the momentum. It can kill the momentum of the game. Now, hear me out, Chip. Yeah. How about yes, sir. how about the zebras don't make that call whatsoever? You have a guy up in the booth with twenty televisions in front of him and a Star Wars esque button board in front of him, and he gets to look at all the angles and he makes a decision and he relays it immediately to the referees. Referees don't got to stand in a stupid circle and look in the little box with the hood on it. They got a guy upstairs already looking at it before they grab the microphone, before they even thinking about making the call. They got the right answer coming from yeah. upstairs. They say this is what you do. I, I I agree with that as long as it's a very short amount of time. Yes, please. You can't, you can't take 10 minutes or 15 minutes on a call. Yeah. That's just got to be outlawed. Chip, thank you for calling the Sports Animal Hotline. You're the best, brother. Yeah, so uh, thanks. You guys too. See ya. Yeah, if you've you turned the game around, you've got momentum in your in your favor, and then they stop for like fifteen minutes. I mean, you've lost that. Yeah, I agree. And then, what's the worst sport that does instant replay now? I mean, they all do it now. They all it's have football. It. Football's the yeah, worst. By it's far. the worst. It's and funny. they're the ones who started it, pretty much, right? They, I, I give the same analogy all the time. When Antonio Freeman caught that pass from Brett Favre on Monday Night Football after Brett Favre's father passed away, oh yeah, and he bounces it around three times and he gets up untouched and scores, how the the majesty of that moment is lost if we're immediately going to replay, Dave, we'll be right back. Right. Like, miss me. Mm. I want emotion back. I don't care about outcomes, per se. I don't care about getting it, quote, unquote, correct. I don't ever care about specifics in my life. I care about emotions. I can't tell you what this show was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, or a month ago, but I can tell you that I love it, and I can tell you that it was fun. And I have lost that as a viewer of sports. That's fair. I'm get it right, guy. You want to get it right. You don't want the future of your career, your team's trajectory to fall in the hands of a bad call. Get it right and do it faster, like Chip said. When we get back, I'm up in the air on this one. But Andre Drummond put out a tweet today, and we kind of always hit on these. We do. So let's hit on Andre Drummond and what he is telling the world. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Andre Drummond plays for the Bulls. Deleting all my social media apps. My management will take over. Also changing my number. Kill that music for me, Tyler. Time to focus on my mental health. If you two are struggling with your mental health, you're not alone. It's okay to ask for help. We talk about this kind of thing a lot. Um, I am insanely one-sided on it. Do we got to do to be happy and healthy? I am insanely one-sided on load management. I think you should take it. 
I am insanely one-sided on talking about whenever you need help and comfort, regardless of the amount of money you make or the profession you hold or the job title or whatever. I deleted, deleted all of my personal social media four months ago, so a quarter of a year ago. How's it feel? It's been the best. It has been, and I recognize that I have this radio show, and I recognize I still have the show social media. I recognize that I hold like an influence status in that world. I get all that stuff, but in this in this year alone, I mean, I went to Royal Rumble, I went to Cancun, I went to the Super Bowl, I went to spring training, I bought a home. I'm about to go to the WrestleMania. You know who knows that stuff? People who call me. Oh wow, yeah. That's it. I'm going through the thing of my personal right now that's not great. You know who knows about that? The people I talk to. And to me, there's something so very lost when instead of like building those connections, I'm primarily talking about social media here. I'm not talking about mental health. There's something to me so incredibly lost whenever you don't feel like you want to share those things with individuals, but you just want to share them with the world. Recognizing I host a talk show. Recognizing I hit countless numbers of people I've never met in person. But to me, there's something crazy about that. I don't think your life should be projected around creating a perception for others. That's incredibly dangerous to me. Did you see that they're about to enact or pass a lot of laws like in Utah and New Mexico and Texas? For kids? For kids? Yeah. Yeah. I know that stuff's kind of always existed, but not, like, enforced. Yeah. And the thing I saw was you have to have, like, state ID and, like, submittals and stuff. Yeah, and then if you're underage, then at, you know, say 10 p.m. your time, your social media shuts off. Yeah. Completely. We, uh, we've had a lot of mental health professionals on this program and the previous incantation of this program right. throughout the years. Talking about how important it is for, you know, it's harder for men to admit something's wrong. Oh, sure. It's harder for men to ask for help. Well, and it's and it, on it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whole mentality. And you want to take it up another level, it's even harder for athlete to ask for because you're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to be stronger than the next guy. Yeah. You're supposed to be more resilient than the next guy. And take that to another level, a person in the media. I can only imagine how hard it is for being not only a man, but a person of color, not only an athlete, but someone who's prominent in the media you know this is going to get put on blast but you still realize this is what's important for you right now you won't get help unless you take that first step and as we're sitting here talking about the outward message there's like an inward one too right because there's like and i don't i personally don't have this i know you do van i know you have this that doom scrolling stuff that you're just there Mm. just losing hours of your day losing like connections with others and like your self-awareness as you're constantly just absorbing other people's content reddit wormholes every once in a while the, that yeah. stuff to me will mess up your head so bad sure and i have an absolute refusal if you were to be like hey fred what's the top thing on instagram right now i would i would literally have no clue like i never will I ever know i don't i don't know what the tiktok sound effect sounds like to start a tiktok or i got that backwards miss me with that finish a tiktok like i don't but that that is a that is a mental torture that people just put on themselves for for multiple reasons. Number one, you're wasting your day, you're wasting your hours. You could be doing so many more better things with your life. Well, that's but you, also when what you're seeing 
is a projection of unrealistic expectations of other people's lives. Correct. You, I will miss you on part on half of that. I am not one to tell anyone what to do with their time. I'm not anyone to say what is better. I will never ever tell anyone how to spend their whatevers. But I will say this: the unintended consequence is the part I'm talking about. That second part you said, where trying to relate your life to that thing, mm-hmm. that's the dark point. But it, hey, if you want to watch the same episode of your favorite 90s sitcom over and over again, hey, I, I think that's loser stuff. But I'm never going to tell you not to do it. In the past 20 years, I've seen The Wire six times. Yeah, and I and I every time you told me that, I've said the same thing. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Van tells me starting The Wire again. I'm like, I could just go talk to someone about your depression. <laughs> yeah. well, well, and then you have no, like, that means that's, I got a new live-in girlfriend. Oh, okay. That's all that means. Well, and then you, you have these people that like they go out to dinner with you, and then they're on their phone the entire time. They're wasting the time that they're with you, mm-hmm. and they're like trying to be somewhere else. The one that got me bad years ago was I had a friend that I used to identify as really good. I had what I call a really good friend, and all of their stories started to disappear, and all their stories started being stories of things they saw on social media. Oh. Or like TV shows that they had watched. Mm-hmm. And my come to Jesus moment with them, which was, tell me about your life. Oh. Which did not exist for these people anymore. Interesting. And I remember feeling like I lost that friend. I remember grieving. Being like my friend who used to live an exciting and engaged life now lives in observing others. And I get, if that's your jam, that's your jam. Right. For an appropriate amount of time a day, according to your mental health, not eight hours a day. You need a job. You got to exercise. You got to eat. Get some sunshine on your face. Produce some vitamin D. There's a lot of things you need to check off those boxes to be a functioning, healthy human being. It changes your perspective, too, on stuff. 100% it does. Like we were talking about, the, we did the Tendrick Minimum podcast with Chris Burnett this past Sunday. I heard about it. It's great. It went really well. We got a lot of good feedback. We talked about it on the show. Where it was, as we're talking about this radio show right here, is this is a what, boys? This is a broadcast. Yeah. We're hitting a broad audience. It's not a narrow cast. This is not a, we're talking one niche topic, one niche, whatever. And if you fall into your algorithm of despair and chasing, I think the example we gave was uh, Colin Frazier. Not Colin Frazier. The the guy who won the Oscar. Oh, Colin Frazier. Brendan Frazier. Brendan, so Brendan, Brendan Frazier wins his Oscar. And the internet would have you thinking this is the most important thing that's ever happened in the world of celebrity. And it is not. The internet loves Brendan Fraser. Correct. He's like second place to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. But both of those guys are zero place to really everyone. So the idea is like you end up, and that's just the example I can give you because that's the one that I'm exposed to. There's somebody listening to me where it's Korean pop music. There's someone listening to me right now to where it's former 1980s days of our lives Soap star, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have their whatever thing. DeStefano's a bad dude. Oh, he was yeah. the worst. Yeah. If I was in Salem, I would just move. I know. Like, it's, there's no reason to stay in Salem. Bad no. stuff keeps happening all the time. All the time. And Marlena, yeah. like, you're not going to give him Marlena. She's the most desirable girl in town. Yeah. She's with John. How did, and how did she get pregnant five times last year? Well. Make any sense. T- twice, it was, twice, it was twins. So, really, it's just three times. Oh, yeah. Figure it out. Still a lot. How do you uh, how do you feel about this, that social media has now changed like actual like places you go where they now have like they're now doing this whole like that they'll change the way the place looks so that people will come there influencers to take pictures there. You talking about green walls and neon lights? That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely, every place does it now. When I ran the boys and girls club, I paid a yearly fee 
to, I'm going to tell you it's Game Freak, but that's not who it is, to a company that would put rare Pokemons at my Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. So when people got on their app looking for Pokemons, they would come to the Boys and Girls Club and then be able to see that we have actual fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how this thing works. And by the way, whatever app you're addicted to that takes up X amount of your time, that's not the same thing for everyone. No, it's not. The algorithm's got you, Bubba. Like, it's giving you specific results towards you. You're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I hate bass fishing. Why is this giving it to me? No. No. It's not going to give you something new and fresh. It's going to keep battering you right. with what it knows that you love, and you keep going and, Dray- and going and going. And Draymond Green, who had obviously got lost in a way to where he was only absorbing the worst, I'm assuming that's an assumption on my end. Andre Drummond? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I say Andre Green? I said Draymond Green. My bad. But to me, to be able to say, hey, let me quit this thing. And if you're like, if you're thinking about quitting, first of all, there's a lot of professional avenues. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to encourage you to do this. Go half a day. If you can make it half a day, go one day. If you can make it one day, try to go 18 hours. Try to go 24 hours. Try to go 36 hours. And there's apps on every smartphone that can help you reg- regulate it. The... I don't even have the muscle memory on my thumb anymore to go to the social media app on my phone. It's gone. That that will come to you. You can re-seize. Also, I was not, like, overly lost in it all the time, but I was producing with a purpose. Everything I was putting out was produced. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Not healthy. Not safe. No. And you see a lot of that where you look at someone's, Instagram and every you're like there's there's literally no actual just someone took a picture of you here and you threw it up right everything is is produced too much too much and curated and filtered and you know. yeah vetted hey what do you think about this Ugh. right one on a Tinder date one time with a girl she's like let's let's hike to the top of this thing on the foothills I was like cool we're walking up she's just crying and moaning and complaining and fitting, and her feet are terrible, and this day sucks, and it's too cold, and uh, she can't have conversation through her heavy breathing. And we get to the top, and she's like, let's take an Instagram photo. It'll be perfect. And then she probably put, perfect day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was there with you. Mm-hmm. You're a liar. So good on Andre Drummond. It took a lot for him to do that. We'll produce the final segment of this program whenever we get back. Tuning on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Ready to go home, boys? Yeah. In three minutes. Magic Johnson is trying to buy the Washington Guardians. I get it. I get it. Just buy them all. Yeah. At this point, he just buys a, he buys a new team like every like 10 years, right? Okay. He's got all of them. He just needs a football team for his infinity ownership gauntlet. Ben, you just saw a leak for the NBA uh, Hall of Very Famous. What was it? Correct. We have one, obviously, unanimous, Dwayne Wade. All right, he's pretty famous. I'll put him in. Unanimous, Dirk Nowitzki. He's pretty famous. I'll put him in. Okay, obviously, Coach Pop. Okay. All right. Coach Popovich, that's a 100%. He's pretty famous. Put him in. All isn't right, this still, one's on the fence here. Isn't he still coaching? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let him retire first. Take him off. Pal Gasol? Eh. I think this is a cusper right here. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, flopping Hall of Fame. Ooh, for sure. He's not in. Keep going. And Tony Parker. I think that's a cusper. Because uh, of his off the court. Eva Longoria. Because he married Eva Longoria. Yeah. All right, put him in Hall of Fame. Right. Good criteria. Yep. And this one's a no doubter. Becky Hammond. Who? WNBA, like the best WNBA player of all time. Yeah. Becky Hammond. Cheryl Miller? Or Cheryl Swoops? Diana Taurasi? We can keep going. She's not. <laughs> Caitlin Clark? Not even in the WNBA yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm iffy on Pau Gasol. I'm iffy on Tony Parker. I'm iffy on Wayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, for sure. Final words, man? Too much for the time a lot of my friend, but anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Tyler? Not it for me. Y'all be safe. Chris? I'm good, man. Listen to Tendrick Minimum. Boom. Not so bad. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.